Hi, this is Natalie Hoffman of FlyingFreeNow.com, and you're listening to the Flying Free Podcast, a support resource for women of faith looking for hope and healing from hidden emotional and spiritual abuse. Welcome to episode 150 of the Flying Free Podcast. It has been three years since we started this podcast, and I thought we'd do something a little bit different today to celebrate. I want to introduce you to my daughter, Amy. She is 21 years old. She's going to be 22 soon by the time you guys are listening to this. And she just got married last summer to um, Josh, and she is now working behind the scenes with the Flying Free programs, doing customer service, doing, well, she's doing all kinds of stuff that we need her to do. And she has, she's saving me tons and tons of time and um, she's doing a great job. So I thought what we would do, first of all, hi, Amy, welcome to the podcast. Hi, thank you for having me. We're actually recording this in my office and taking turns with the mic. So hopefully this will work out okay. Um, she is going to talk, we're, I'm going to be asking her questions and she's going to be talking about what it was like to go through the holidays as a kid, as a teenager whose parents are getting divorced, separate. Well, first we were separated for a couple of years and then we walked through an almost two year divorce process and then came out. So on the other, on the other side, and I just thought, you know, you guys hear a lot from me and you hear from other survivors and you hear from, you know, authors and counselors and pastors and other people like that here, but we've never really heard from a kid. Not that she's still a kid, but I would just, I just thought it'd be fun to hear uh, maybe not fun, but interesting to hear about things from her perspective. And I just want you to know that we have not discussed this prior. This is going to be very serendipitous, and I don't even have any real questions set. We're just going to riff a little bit, and I'm going to ask her some questions, and we'll see what comes out. I don't know. We'll have to see if we have to do any editing or anything after. <laughs> so anyway, Amy, why don't you tell us how old you were when, if you can remember, when you first found out that we were going to be separated, we separated in uh, September of 2014. 14. And um, how old were you? And what was that like? What was that like for you? Because it was right before the holidays hit. Yeah, so I would have been 14 then. And I think I, I knew for, you know, a while before that, that things were going down, you know, it wasn't just all happy. And I I was kind of, I knew what was happening. I wasn't oblivious like some of my younger siblings might have been. So. So did you do you remember how you felt, especially that first Christmas, Thanksgiving and Christmas? Yeah, I don't think I saw my dad at all. Uh, he was living in a camper and then he was living in an apartment and it made me feel super uncomfortable to go over there. And I don't, I don't even think he invited me to hang out with him over the holidays. So I was here at home. It was very strange. I think I love traditions and because my dad was gone, a lot of those traditions just didn't exist anymore. And I know I tried to kind of keep going with them, especially for my younger siblings sake, but it was just different. And there was just no way of getting around that fact. Yeah. So you should know that she was number three in a family of nine kids and she was the first girl. So she had two older brothers. So when you're the, when you're the oldest daughter, I think, um, there is, 
kind of, I think you kind of felt like you were, you're kind of like a second mother in some ways. And, um, I had been homeschooling up until that time. So we were really close. I mean, all we were, you know, living on top of each other all the time, 24 seven, but Amy was a very responsible person and she did a lot of stuff to help me out. Um, I also want to make note that Amy and her dad were very close. We want to talk about um, the good stuff about your relationship with your dad. Yeah, we were super close. I think when I was little, I even, you know, I would think to myself, who's my favorite parent, my mom or my dad? And I'd be like, oh, I think it's my dad, but I I better not tell anyone. (laughs) I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. So yeah, my dad and I were super close. I think I was the only, I was one of the only children that, I don't think I annoyed him very much. I was always very helpful. And so he, you know, we got along. Um, We did lots of fun things together. We would go biking. We loved like doing yard work. I helped him in his garden a lot. So we always got along. I was always the peacemaker. And um, I think he appreciated that because I didn't really bring a lot of stress to the relationship. Yeah. So the holidays for you, especially not having him around, were, I imagine were pretty devastating. Yeah, it was, it was devastating. I, I think I can barely remember those like really sad times because I've blocked it out essentially because I was just so sad about it. You know, it's just, it's just weird to have such a major part of the year, you know, Thanksgiving, Christmas, that's so family oriented and like having one of the people that literally made you not in your life for that part of the year is just weird and sad. So did you, I'm curious to know, did you think that it was going to be like that for the rest of your life? Or did you kind of have hope that the next year was going to be more back to normal? I definitely, I think for those years that you guys were separated, I had a lot of hope that you would get back together. But I, I also think deep down, I knew that that wouldn't happen because, you know, my dad did have a pattern of, you know, consistently like no change, no remorse. He would pretend, but you could really tell like he didn't take responsibility for anything. And so I, I did deep down know like this was probably going to be the reality for forever. So think about the, the following Christmas. Do you remember if you felt differently the next year or if it, it was it getting better? Was it about the same Like, what is your perception of that time? This would be the second Christmas that we were separated. So it'd be like after a year and a half of us being separated. I still hadn't filed for divorce yet. There's probably still some hope there. But nevertheless, it was kind of another Christmas like the one before. Was he a little bit more involved? I feel like you guys were spending more time with him at that point. Yeah, I think by that point, he was like out of his camper and in his apartment. So this would have been 2015. I, I still wasn't really going over to the apartment. I, I didn't like seeing him in that environment, I guess, because it just made reality realer. And But I know the younger siblings were going over there. I, I honestly can't remember if I spent Christmas with him that year either. I don't remember. I don't think I did. So it was pretty similar to the year before. Definitely easier because we had kind of, you know, fallen into this pattern of like, dad's not home and it's going to be okay. Um, and I think by that point, I don't know, we were getting stronger and more resilient and making new family memories and new family traditions and just coping in that, in those ways. 
Yeah. So, so then the following year, I had filed for divorce by the time I had filed for divorce in April of 2016. And then by the time the holidays started rolling around again, we, by that time we had more of a custody plan in place, even though the divorce wasn't final, we were working with attorneys by that time we were working on co-parenting, um, working on a schedule that was more, um, equitable for both, both of us. And, um, so the kids could see their dad more often. Um, and I, I believe by that Christmas, you guys were spending part of, you know, how we would split Christmas Eve and Christmas day and Thanksgiving. I think you spent part of the day with him and part of the day with me. I can't remember, but it was a little bit more, um, integrated. Do you remember much about that year? Well, the other thing about that year that was, well, yeah. Do you remember anything about that year that was like different or better or worse or? Yeah. I mean, now it's been, you know, a a few years and yeah, we were going over to my dad's on certain set holidays, which felt good in a way, I think just knowing like, okay, I don't have to choose between mom or dad. Like this is my mom time and this is my dad time over the holidays. And that's actually been really good over the years, just kind of knowing, okay, I don't have to choose who I spend the holidays with. Like it's already set out for me, especially because, you know, the younger kids do have, I wasn't like forced to go over, um, whenever, cause I was older, but the younger kids were. So I always just kind of, for the holidays, I go where the younger kids are told to go. Cause I want to spend time with my siblings too over the holidays. So that was easier. I would say, cause I wasn't missing my dad over the holidays. I was with him for part of the time and I didn't have to feel like a guilt about picking one parent over the other. You know, it was just very laid out for me. So it felt more, it wasn't normal, but it felt more regulated. Yeah, I feel like we were starting to hit our new normal and starting to establish some new traditions even because things things that we had done that like clockwork every other year. During this time also, my dad, so we had always gone over to my parents' house for Christmas Day every year. And but my dad was dying of cancer. So we had that whole thing going on too. He it was 2 years of chemotherapy and then went into remission for a little bit and then got it back again. And then we watched him die. So it was, um, that changed everything for our extended family as well, which then also changed some of the the family traditions that we had. And it was, it was weird. It was kind of like the whole basket of fruit got completely thrown out and we had to kind of go through and pick up the pieces that we wanted to keep and then just let the other pieces go. I just want to say too, that for those of you women who are either in the process of getting divorced or you're thinking about getting separated, or maybe you're already divorced and you're, you've already got a custody plan in place. It's easy. And I see this a lot in the programs. It's easy for the women, the survivors to feel like it's so unfair. I've, I gave everything I had to my marriage, everything I had to my parenting. And now I've got to be alone for part of the holidays. And I just want you to understand one of the reasons why I wanted to bring Amy on here is so that we can understand it's not we have to give some space to our kids to have their own experience. Their experience is not going to be what ours is. Amy wasn't married to her dad. She didn't experience the kinds of 
She did see his behaviors, but not in the way or experience them in the way that I did. Plus, she was what would have been what what you call the golden child in a dysfunctional family. And so she experienced things very differently, even from some of her other siblings who were not the golden children, but were maybe the discarded children or the targeted kids. And, um, but I just think it's important to be able to let them have their own experience and to give them, especially these older kids, the freedom to express how they're feeling, the freedom to be angry if they want to, the freedom to be sad, the freedom to go and spend time with. I've noticed that as I let my kids go and say, hey, if you want to spend time with your dad, go spend time with your dad. You know, if, if he wants you to come over there, um, if you want to and and when it's time for them to go to have their holiday time with dad, for me to to not be like, oh, I'm going to miss you so much. Oh, I'm so sad. I can't believe you. I can't believe that I can't spend Christmas Eve with you. It just makes me so miserable. Then we're imposing those kinds of feelings on the kids and putting that guilt trip on them and making them feel like what Amy said, like they have to choose or like they're hurting one parent over the other. The other partner may be doing that, but but we want to not do that. We want to actually let our kids have the experience that they have. Are you a woman of faith who also happens to be divorced? I've been developing a brand new program that will give you the tools you need to manage your thoughts and emotions, grow your self-confidence so that you can take risks and do things you never dreamed possible, and so you can build happy, healthy relationships with other people. Did you know none of this good stuff depends on your outward circumstances or your past? You can generate the life you've dreamed of all by yourself, and I'm going to teach you how through online classes and transformational coaching. Are you ready to take your new life to the next level and fly higher? Learn more and get on the waiting list at joinflyinghigher.com. So do you have any more thoughts on, on those lines? Yeah, I just wanted to say too, like, as a kid, when I was at my dad's for Christmas Eve, like, I wanted to be with my mom. And when I was at Christmas Day with my mom, like, I wanted to be with my dad. Like, I loved spending time with both of them. So, you know, if you're a mom and you're sad that your kids are gone, like, they're probably thinking about you and they're probably sad that they can't spend that time with you. But at the same time, like they're probably thinking about their dad too and sad that they can't spend time with their dad at certain points. It obviously depends on your situation, but your kids love you. They're not going to dad, you know, they're not going to go to dad's and be like, oh, I'm so glad I could leave moms. And, you know, they, they want to spend the holidays with you. It's just a different situation from other families. Yeah. And like I said, not every kid is going to have that experience. There are some of my kids who actually don't like going over to dad's house and they don't want to, and they have to, because it's part of the custody plan. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's better if, if we've got a child who doesn't want to go to be able to be bright about it and cheerful about it, not cheerful in the face of their disappointment, but to be more like, it's going to be okay. Everything's cool. We get to spend time on Christmas Eve and then you're going to spend some time on Christmas Day with dad and then you're going to come back home again and everything is going to be fun. And it's just enjoy the time that you have and you're, you know, and try to try to, um, get them to get on board with it and to see that it's not this tragic, horrible thing, but that 
It's just part of our new normal. And here's the thing, whether you go through a divorce or a separation or not, things change over time. I mean, even in healthy families, situations change. Grandparents die. Aunts and uncles get sick. People move away. Sibling, older siblings move away. Um, siblings get married and then they spend holidays with the, their in-laws and there's a lot of taking turns. And sometimes you might even have to celebrate a holiday on a different day than the actual day of the holiday. And that's totally fine too. These are all things and strategies that families all over will implement in order to make things work best for their family. And all of it is good. There's nothing that's wrong about any of that. So I think if we talk ourselves off the ledge and, and, you know, instead of thinking, oh my gosh, the whole thing has gone wrong and it's all falling apart and the holidays are just crap. I mean, you can feel like that, but you can also talk yourself off the ledge a little bit by also giving, at least giving equal airtime to the opposite idea that, you know what, things are just different. They're not bad. They're not better. They're not worse. They're just different than the way they were before. And we can build new memories and new traditions. And have we done that, Amy? Do you feel like we've started establishing some new routines? And what do you think about that? Oh, yeah, we totally have. And I mean, you you married someone new. And that creates a lot of new traditions in and of itself because now we have a, a new family member that we're pulling in. And that's been really good, too. I love... I love Christmas. I love the holidays now. I mean, I, I used to dread them back in, you know, 2014, 15, but now, you know, we have traditions with dad and traditions with mom and Tom, and it's really good, I think. And you've done a great job of, you know, being super positive about, okay, now it's time to go to dad's, but we'll see you tonight or tomorrow. And the kids are all excited and we kind of joke, oh, we're going to, you know, we get double presents because our parents are divorced. Ha ha ha. You know, and it's just, you know, when you add that humor, it just makes everything better. So it's true. It's true. They're, they make out like bandits now because, and then they've got Tom, their stepdad, who's also, he likes, he loves to give gifts. So he goes a little bit on those too. So anyways, um, all right. So I'm curious now you're a newlywed. And this year is going to be your very first holiday with your husband. Tell me about some of, do you have some plans? Like, what are you planning on doing this year to make it special for you and Josh? Yeah, I think we're going to do it pretty similar to how we did it last year. I mean, we have to, you know, we got to hit all the families. We got to go to Josh's families and, and then my mom's and my dad's. And that's kind of what we did last year too. Um, we do have to figure out how to incorporate just some like, Josh and Amy Christmas time by ourselves, but it'll, it'll definitely be a challenge as we have to, you know, go to so many different houses over the holidays. But again, like what you said before, mom, um, you know, it's okay to do holidays on different days. We've definitely done that before with, you know, different family members or different, you know, families, either Josh's family or my family where, you know, we do Thanksgiving, you know, the day after with Josh's family or whatever. And it's still just as special. I think you kind of just have to be like, okay, we're doing like an extravaganza this year. We're, we're doing three days of Christmas or whatever. Um, but yeah, I hope someday that Josh and I will be able to figure out some like just us family tra- Christmas and Thanksgiving traditions. But for now, it'll be very hopping around from house to house. So 
Can you tell, before we go, can you tell them a little bit about what you do for flying the flying free sisterhood program? And, um, and, and also for the podcast, actually, you're very involved now in putting this podcast together. Just tell them a little bit about what you do. Yeah. So I, answer emails. If you are emailing community support at gmail.com, you will get a response from me, Amy. I also put together the website page for the podcast. So every time the podcast comes out and you go to the blog on the website, it'll be right there for you. I put that all together. Um, I also handle all the social media. So Instagram, Facebook, all those posts, all the Instagram stories, that's from me. And then I do whatever projects mom wants me to do. So whether that be, you know, a book trailer or other miscellaneous things, um, whatever mom fancies, I do. And there you have it. You guys, Christmas is just a couple days away and we just want to wish you a Merry Christmas. And thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you would want to, and we hope you do, We would love it if you would leave a rating and review on Apple iTunes. We love reading those. Amy's now reading those and putting little excerpts on the podcast page. And it's fun to hear from you and to hear how this podcast is helping to change your life and the lives of the people that you love. And share it too. If you know other women who are in relationships that are difficult, painful, and confusing, this is a great podcast to share with them. That's it. Have a wonderful Christmas. Until next time, fly free.